Hey, everybody. Welcome to Improv FAQ at Length. This is a series of longer conversations about improv topics that have lots of questions surrounding them. I'm James Quesada. And I'm Bob Wick. And we're joined by a special guest, my good, good friend, Colin Stanley. Thank you so much for having me. Dude, thanks for being here. Colin, yeah, <laughs> Colin's one of my my uh, oldest closest friends, um, and he's on the other side of this wall right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, awesome. And uh, and also, um, so happy belated birthday! Not belated. We Thank we have we, uh, been celebrating your your birthday and Julia's birthday all weekend. But um, it's Colin's birthday right. weekend. It's my mom's Thank birthday you. today. Happy birthday to my mom! Happy birthday! <laughs> um, and uh, so. Colin, uh, we were hoping to have you on to talk about branding. Um, you are a musician, a guitarist, a music producer, and um, you've worked on a lot of projects, uh, mostly as a part of a band and an ensemble. Um, but uh, earlier this year, you released your first solo uh, EP, um, and right around the time that you were getting geared up to do that, you decided that you needed to have your own dedicated musician brand page for, yep. you know, on uh, Facebook and Instagram uh, called Colin, Colin Stanley. Um, and you have, I've, I've watched you do an amazing job of building a following for that account and your uh, debut EP um, and see success in branding and building an image and a following around, um, yourself as a creative so uh, and I've always thought that that improvisers could take um, some lessons from the way that bands uh, and musicians market themselves and, and brand themselves um, so can you can, can we start just by um, talking about like what your thought process was when you first made your musician brand pages and like what you hoped to do um, and the strategy that you were going in with it? Yeah, I think when I was first initially thinking through, should I have a separate Instagram or social media focused on my music stuff? I, I was like, I did a bunch of research on it. And I think the biggest thing that, oh, that kind of swayed me towards keeping it focused on music was I can control the conversation and the content. Oh, yeah. So it gave me the opportunity to curate my Instagram instead of just being the story or like, or whatever, you know, personal, um, journey. It's more of this curated musical journey. And I, I kind of controls who, who I engage with, what kind of content I, uh, put on there. It also kind of, um, allows me to, uh, focus on specific kinds of content, right? So like I, I have like, I'm no longer thinking, oh, what should I post? I kind of have a sense of, well, is it on brand? Is it pushing my musical journey forward? Is it kind of highlighting who I am as a, as a, as an artist and a creative? And it, it actually takes a lot of pressure off of um, the day to day too. Cause I'm like less worried about, you know, like sharing my personal life and more like focused of, of showing more of the, 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 the musician lifestyle. So, yeah. And, uh, I, I guess I, I should say that like, um, you know, we can, we can obviously apply a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about to improv and sketch teams. Um, yeah. but also for people who are just 
content creators or doing comedy stuff. There, so many people during the pandemic with the uh, you know virtual stage, let's call it a, vir- a boom in the virtual yeah. stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> are doing like character work or just comedy bits um, uh, that are more like solo driven. So, so there's also like um, you know Julia recently created Julia Schroeder comedy pages um for her stuff because she's been doing like character bits and uh and whatnot so um i just want to kind of like uh frame all the different types of things that will be transferable for the things that you've done to people in comedy and improv yeah i think it's it's also um, allowing for the expectation right so if i am going to a bagel shop my expectation is i'm going to purchase a bagel right and right. so it's that kind of same idea with the brand if people are landing on my instagram the expectation is oh they're gonna it's he's a rock musician he has this kind of sound so uh, allowing that expectation is one side of it and then like when like i think of it in terms of like comedy or like building bits it's like if if i'm if i want people to search for my content i have to make sure that i use the the terms I'm I'm trying to get people to land on. So yeah. there's that the um, the the algorithmic kind of thought behind it too. It's like Instagram or these social medias. They they have their own kind of SEO, right? The search engine optimization. So like if you feed it the content, it's going to suggest that content to other people who consume it, right? So yeah. it kind of comes full circle, which was also like the thought of like okay, if I separate this, then I can focus it within this very niche because we, we, we've had this conversation before too. It, like the initial thought, it's like on Reddit, James and I like observe that like the worst, where's the worst place to put a piece of content if it's comedy? In, it's the, in comedy the comedy pages. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's so saturated. Because it's, it's so graveyard. saturated. Right. And it's it's loaded with a bunch of uncurated just, just oh yeah yeah it's, it's sorting through the junk mail to find the good stuff yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and so like if you're if you get better at like what there's like the one of like the someone the accident i can't remember the name of the subreddit but you know if your specific piece of content lands with this specific place then it makes more sense to to put it there than this big broad stroke because it's like us as creative people uh, especially as we're like building our own brands or building our own content we only have so much time to focus on the marketing part of it. And so like when we're trying to throw these darts and hit bullseyes, we have to like try and do our best to be specific as we can and place the content in places that is going to get someone to engage with it. The comedy group, it's just, it's just not a great place to land it. You know what I mean? It's in theory, it sounds like it would be right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so I, I love that you you pointed out one the curation um, and the, uh, people's expectations of what they're getting from your page. Um, yeah. I think those are super important um, for building an audience uh, because that's what an audience is, right? Is is like they want they yeah. want to they're they're gonna what do they what do they want to go see? What do they want to take in? And being able to have a brand that lets them know is really important. Um, and I think that like. Uh, I, I know that, like, e- even though y- you have been doing such a great job with it, Colin, it's something that you were a little resistant to, as most artists are, right? Is, yeah. is that, like, I don't know if I want to go through the pain of creating another profile and building an audience right. for it, or if, like, 
or if I'm doing enough to constitute like, you know, having a whole thing. Um, and I like, how do you kind of uh, get over that? Like, what, 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 what are your thoughts on like, for people who are like, eh, I don't know if I should like, what, like, how do you kind of explain the value or um, a, a switch in mindset? Yeah, I guess the first switch is why shouldn't you? It's like there's an audience on all these different platforms. Uh, and I'm, I'm guilty of what you just said, because when I first moved to New York, I well, that was the first time I thought about getting Instagram. And I mean, Instagram was out for years and years prior. And I just had, I was like, oh, I don't want another social media to be on. I, I have no interest in in this, you know, being on all these different platforms. And then it it dawned on me that, well, why are people using these platforms? Well, for specific reasons, you know, Instagram for me has been a great way to connect with people all over the world, which has been unbelievable. Like I have people who I consistently talk to in Brazil and in Australia and France and all over the place. And without a tool like that, I, I wouldn't have been able to even connect. So when I think of like, the research I've been like digging into because I'm like, okay, I see the value of Instagram versus Twitter versus, you know, uh, Facebook and all these other platforms. But like, you know, we're in the TikTok age, which still right now I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't know, TikTok, it's another platform. But then it's like having to reframe my myself of going, it's actually one of the largest platforms for music promotion right now. You got YouTube and TikTok. They're like top places where people are discovering new music and so like you have to like get over oh well i don't i don't know it seems like too much work and just be like well there's an audience on every single one of these platforms and you know it's like um you want to focus your attention on the ones that make the most sense for your your style right yeah if you're image driven right or if you're like short bit driven um Instagram lends itself to it, but like, as like, even I think of like a comedian, you can, you can really hammer out some really quick short bits with like TikTok and Facebook has the largest community. So like you can, you can, you know, reach the most people, but it's like all of them have their ups and downs, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you really do have to kind of play with them all. Like, yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah. And then it seems like each one has their own like culture to it for yes. lack of a better term like, and you have to learn that and mm-hmm. so you don't make any faux pas that would get you the negative attention yeah just yeah. you I, I, uh, what i like to call it is passing the amateur test like you just have to <laughs> there's got to be on every single thing like mm, no <laughs> that's not the norm or like this person's new here like yeah, and yeah. i just want to that's my big anxiety with getting on i just started using reddit and it's like how, what, like, what do people use the title for? Or like, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it just takes that uncomfortable uh, getting started stage to just learn the norms and uh, all that. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think for me, the, the thing you, you said, Colin, that, that like you have fans that are all over the globe, which is yeah. so cool. Um and uh, I think for me, well, like what I'm self-conscious about on top of the like learning the culture or the 
norms of, of the platforms is is like I'm always thinking about like how it's going to make me look for the people in my right. immediate circle um, yeah. and whether that is like, oh, it's going to make me look self-absorbed or it's going to make me look yeah. um, corny because I'm like, yeah. whatever, promoting my image. But like, I, I think what what the value that you need to think about is is that like there's people that don't know you. you you're trying to build an audience yes. of people that don't know you. Right. Um, maybe even more so sometimes than people who do know you, like people, yeah. people who know you are going to love and support you and be like, cool, you're doing your thing. But yeah. more than likely the audience that you're trying to build is people that you do not know. And you have to look at what you're doing through the lens of, uh, strangers I across the country or the world that are on the internet too, looking for yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. I remember I was working, I, I did like catering for years in New York and we did this event at, at Hearst's headquarters, which is, you know, they they control some of the big publications yeah. um, and like vice and stuff. They own that. And their, their uh, chief marketing officer was giving this lecture and I was kind of bartending and I got to kind of overhear some of the concepts and he would, he'd say, he said, great marketing is the intersection of branded storytelling and great data analytics. So like there's the science and this art to kind of figure out what your brand is and how, how you can measure that. And I think it's like, if, if, if you do all this, 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 this work to get people to land on your content, it's like, how can you tell your story of who you are within a few posts? So it's like, if they go back through my thread, Oh, he, he's a musician. He's a guitar player. He's from Detroit. Oh, he's been in bands. Oh, he's, started producing music like they can visually see the story and maybe i sprinkle some videos in there and so like that is kind of been my thought of the curation too is like for people who don't know who i am if i've done all this work and i got them boom to land on my social media how can they discover some of my story and get to know who i am within 20 images 20 yeah. little video the highlights yeah 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 and Go ahead, Bob. And then measuring it, you know, that's how do you measure that? Because that's the other side of it. This is why artists maybe don't like always are like, oh, because you have to like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's this like, right. it's, it's math and science blended together. And it's not that simple, but it's like, you know, you can measure, okay, this post got this much engagement. I can look right. at my hashtags. I can see that 60 people came from hashtags. They had this much organic reach, you know. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. So when you are creating content, yeah. do you create an overall concept and then, for lack of better terms, have to break it down? Uh, okay, I'm going to do this big concept. I'm going to do it this way for Facebook. going to do it this way for Instagram. I'm going to do it th this way for TikTok. And do you do just one concept at a time and just bit by bit so it, it could – be as recent as possible or do at the beginning of every month, like I'm just going to make 30 videos and release one every day. <laughs> it's a great question. And the short answer is I do a little bit of both. I'm still okay. like, I'm still figuring out my, my voice as an artist, as a creator, as, as a marketer. Um, but what I've been doing so far is not trying to judge the content without having context. Cause James and I were talking about this before, like coming up with 50 ideas and not thinking about if they're good or bad, just getting ideas out there and then then taking a step back and going, which ideas make the most sense to group together? 
you know, so make a bunch of content and then figure out how to market it. That's kind of the, the idea that where, where I'm at like today. So, you know, the concept is essentially macro to micro content. So if you got like a 10 minute video, you put out the 10 minute video and then you slice it up into little pieces to constantly be driving people back to the 10 minute video. So maybe they weren't sold when you first put out the piece of content. Maybe they're like, ah, 10 minutes, I can't commit to it. But right. if you put out like a couple 30 seconds clips, maybe they consume that and they're like, oh, that's, that was cool. And maybe they watch another one and then you put out a two minute clip. Oh, they'll watch that. And the next thing you know, they're more willing to consume that 10 minute piece of content. This, this I think is really, really useful for people in uh, doing sketch and podcasts, especially yes. because yep. podcasts are so long and uh, including ours, <laughs> like it's <Yeah>. an hour. <laughs> so like you're, you know, you can't expect people to be like uh, uh, super willing to just dive into a full hour long experience. Um, and uh, I, I think that taking is is one and then two because podcasts are so long um you have so much content to deconstruct and 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 pull into these uh clips to give people a little sample of what you're doing um and then and even for sketch it's it's like i i feel like people i i if if you see a great sketch uh maybe like a five minute video sketch um i i'm I've, I've discovered that I'm not great with video and I'm always like really impressed right. that like when people do it well for, for sketch, um, or like music videos, um, uh, it like, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Um, and, th and there's a lot of production. People are really organized, even in, in like a, a low to zero budget indie production, um, that really get these, these, uh, pieces of great content produced. And then it's like they release the video, they promote it, they share it and stuff. But it's also like, well, if it's a five minute video, you might be able to just do like a little uh, clip, like a little funny moment. Um, uh, just just break it down like right? a trailer almost like a, yeah. like a yeah. little trailer. It could be a trailer or it could just be a self-contained little thing well, to make yeah. people go just like little... if they if, if, it, if it can hook you and go like like, oh, this is kind of funny. Like then you might pay attention. It like trying to figure out things that make me as an audience yeah. See the content and then and then go and then look at the name of where it came from. You know, if I'm scrolling through uh, Instagram and it's a and it's a meme and I'm like, I like this sense of humor or, you know, YouTube, Facebook, uh, wherever. And, and uh, seeing a video that's like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is fu this yeah. looks fun. If it gets me to stop and look at what the name is, then I'm yeah. more likely to either like the page or um, see if see if it's something that keeps catching my attention and then be like, oh, yeah. I like this group or what these people are doing. Yeah. 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 You're more likely to subscribe and follow that rabbit hole. Yep. Yeah. And I think of it in, in terms of my consumption habits too. So it's like I open my phone or my computer browser and how do I consume through my, the content and what's catching my eye and is it visual? Is it the, the audio? Is it the, you know, the, the copy and then, that's like I kind of maybe where an artist can start. So we're talking about how to build a brand and how to, um, you know, build upon your content is how are you currently consuming content and just spend the day or a week just thinking through how you've been consuming and what's been catching your eye. And because like the, a lot of this, this, these concepts are, you know, how do we grab someone's attention? But 
attention is is cheap how do we yeah. get them to engage into the content you know what i mean oh that that was, that was oh that was an interesting bit how do you know that and then they're on to the next so it's like this creating this consistent like you know yeah trail of content yeah and again and, and it could be anything from like a, a a logo or an intro way that you do kind of like frame things you know there's there's things yeah. about the imaging too that that are like if, if if you see it enough times it becomes recognizable totally and um again you know i i agree obviously that the, the most ideal outcome is like get, getting someone's attention and then to engage right. share it like comment uh and play with it have fun with it as an audience yeah um but but also uh sometimes it's a slow burn of just getting them to, to see what your name is uh, or to, to to realize that they've seen something like this twice before and they recognize it because the style that it's done in yeah. or some some the intro music or opening titles screen you know what I mean little little things that are consistent that that can be like uh, stamp it with that brand yeah yep. well, specifically with like comedy and comedy videos I know it's like the trend has been like just introduction of an, an, an unusual character. Like if you see like the stuff that Garrett does, it's just him doing really cool characters and just doing a quick monologue. His videos are never longer. I would say never, but I'm, it's usually around two minutes. Yeah. You know, like just enough to, for you to get introduced to this character. And now people have consumed so many of those clips. They are familiar with that character. So now you can take this can, character that people are familiar with and put it into a sketch or, or, you know, even something longer. Like, let's, let's see what a day in the life of this character is. Cause now we're hooked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that, and that's really cool too, to, to think about is like, you can, you get the chance to try things out too. Yeah. And, and what I like about, you know, maybe a way of thinking of the social media is you can kind of get direct feedback too, because if people are liking it or engaging to it or commenting on it, you know, that is, that is feedback that is saying, yeah. Oh, th I found this content interesting. I found this content uh, engaging and you can kind of run through, you know, different, different kinds of, you know, um, bits yeah. in, in real time. And then the ones that kind of have gotten feedback, you can take that and build it out further. I love that idea. Yeah. So, okay. There, there's, there's a few things that I really want to make sure that we talk about. And, yeah. and one of them is going to be uh, obviously like, some things that have worked for you, Colin, and and um, I think that's going to open up a can of worms of like um, how much work really goes into doing this yeah. uh, kind of stuff um, and how much time it really takes. Um, so be, so before we get to that, one thing I want to talk about is um, is time as a creative um, because uh, I think if you set your own expectation about how much time it's going to take to effectively market and, and release a successful piece of content, um, then you're going to be better off. I'm guilty of this, uh, of, of just like plowing through to the next thing all the time yeah, without yeah, taking yeah, the amount, the, the, the time it really takes to, to promote and market something. But Colin, you, um, the, the EP that you released this year, uh, you had done like a, a few months before you released yeah. it and you yeah. really sat and meditated on what you wanted to do with it and took your time to pick the right uh, date and uh, get some get some things taken care of. So like um, what what are your thoughts on like 
can you just describe what what in your mind the appropriate amount of time to be spending in the like pre-producing, producing, and then post um, promotion? Yeah. Oh, really quick before we get started, did we did we tell you did everybody who's listening the name of your EP and where they can find it? Because I can't remember if we did that before we hit record or after, and I don't <laughs> want to be like oh, just looking for know, you know <laughs> Colin stanley c-o-l-l-i-n stanley because there's another one out there um and the ep is called can't go home and you can find it on all your major streaming services right now i think i'm pushing my spotify the most so check it out yeah and there's a website too um is it colinstanley.com yeah colinstanley.com two l's Oh, it's spelled in the corner there. We get that. <laughs> oh, 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 oh okay. I know you know. I was helping the folks at home. Really. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so the process. Yeah. Uh, how how did your mindset change in releasing "Can't Go Home"? Um, in in terms of the time you spent build uh, working on the songs, recording the songs, and then promoting the EP when it was released. Yeah. It's a good question. Let me let me give a backtrack a little bit. So when I first moved to New York, I I was brought out here by my 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 close friend Tiffany, and we put together this band called Dee Dee White, and Dee Dee White is great music. Also, check it out on Spotify. Uh, really awesome stuff. I'm very proud of that project. Uh, but we we experimented a lot about. Image, imaging and branding and like booking and she focused on the music creation and I kind of took the business side of it so there was this you know my my background my degrees in arts management and I worked for an agency in Washington DC for a bit so I kind of did have professional experience with kind of organizing through you know campaigning essentially we'd have to sit in these marketing meetings and we'd get a content calendar out boom and over the next three months there's this thing is this holiday is happening we can push these things and then so on and so forth so you it was constantly a three-month process so that that idea of three is is important in my head now i took my time with my ep because it's it was my first solo project and time give yourself as much as you can because if if you're rushing it you don't gain much from rushing it you gain way more from taking your time like with the with the promotion um but as far as like from the 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 pre-production to the final distribution and marketing of it i think you should spend as much time thinking through production pre-production and 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 creation as you do marketing i i think it should be an equal amount of time and you have to view them as the whole process not separate things it's like if i'm going to put out a piece of content it starts with pre-production. It ends with the final marketing campaign, and it's this. Whole, and then you break it down into pieces. And like we, like James, James and I, we work on tons of content, and we have our other partner Chris, and we've gotten really, really, really good at um, producing. And so now it's like, how can we match that with the production? So backtracking to the EP, I wanted to make sure that I did it the way I wanted it. I didn't want to rush it because I wanted to push it out there. I wanted to take my time, made sure I had the right album cover, make sure I had all, all the copyright in there and do it as best as I could 
with the resources I had. So, you know, and then learning from the previous experiences with the bands I've been in and just professional work I've done of like, okay, I know how much, I know how much work it takes and I know it's a lot of work, but I can just take one piece at a time and there's no real rush. Just get the pieces done. You might not nail everything a hundred percent of uh, on the way through, but like going through that whole process, you can refine. This is what I love about working with James. James is big philosophy is um push it out and refine you know keep going because you know as you get as you the more you do the better you get so it's like you know run the whole process and then you can always assess and improve along the journey right yeah, and there's no <laughs> and there's no mention of marketing in there. <laughs> yeah. it's just my thing is just run the process and keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so, you know what though, it, it's 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 like you do have a marketing brain, and and you you're a great copywriter, and you're really good yeah. at at framing. Man, one of the best, one of the greatest people I've ever met at being able to frame. Yes. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's, I mean, I like uh, I, I've been trying to, to build to build, but I, but I've really been taking a lot of um, uh, uh, tips from from you, Colin, and and, I, and so I want to know like that the, the time that you decided to take the extra time um, for for gearing up for the release of Can't Go Home, um, what did that afford you that you wouldn't have that you would have missed out on if you tried to get it out as soon as it was done and. Um, you know, just sort of throw the ball and chase after it. Like what, what sorts of things did you do with that time that where you, uh, waited and were more patient about it? I curated my social media. So I knew that I had the opportunity to, uh, reach people that didn't know who I was. The advantage of putting your music on Spotify or putting it on Deezer or these other streaming platforms, Apple music, is there, the algorithm will suggest it to people who don't know who you are. So taking my time allowed me the chance to create the, um, the story I wanted to tell. Um, and people don't know who I am. It's my first, it was my first solo release. So I wanted to make sure people could, I had, I had, I had to build the website too. And so I'm like, I can't put this EP out unless I build a website. And so that was another part of it is like, I want to make sure I have all the, the, I want to set myself up with as much uh, ability for people to consume content of mine as possible. YouTube, uh, Facebook page, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Spotify. If you, if the, like when you go to a Spotify page, you have to have, you know, your images there too. You have the opportunity of writing and copy there. So, you know, I wanted to have all these things so I could launch it. So now when I get to release um, more music. I already have the foundation. I had to build that foundation, you know, and I kind of knew what I wanted. If that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You had, and you had the thing reviewed too, right? You sent it I out. I had it reviewed. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, and that's where it's like, you know, I get, I get really obsessive with things. I'm not always the, <laughs> I'm not always the most accurate person, but I will, tr- I will keep going. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I like this this nonstop. Up, uh, it's not you know. It's like it's obsessiveness, but it's also like I see, I, I see the larger vision, and I think as we dig more 
into our 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 creative you know journey we start to understand what the process is five years ago and or like let's say when i first moved back to detroit from dc like 2012 i was like i'm gonna be a musician i but i don't even know what that meant you know i didn't realize the amount of rehearsal it takes the amount of endless telling your friends you're playing trying to do studio sessions i was a you know i could play guitar well but like i wasn't a studio musician so i had to learn how to like actually play and so it's just been this kind of you know collective compound obsession of trying to be as best as i can be and then what's beautiful now in 2020 is i see a path it doesn't mean there's less work it actually means there's more work but you know what i see it i see where i can go and that's that keeps me just going for it yeah, I mean, and there's there's nothing more encouraging than than actually getting the results that you're hoping for, uh, which which you have. Um, the EP, um, the Underground has gotten, uh, uh, you know, shit ton of streams, and is one of the one of the ones that has been getting you that global um, pockets of people that are interested. Um, I so now now that we've kind of talked about like how much time it takes i, I think it's also important to ju- to just kind of like it, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you are um uh trying to make money off of this this is a whole that's a whole ton of work uh th- this is right. about building an audience right th- and there's a difference because yeah. you can have an audience and not make money um but as creative people you know we want to rush 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 to the um to the fun stuff and and uh and write and create and put it out there and 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 be like what do you guys think? <laughs> you know, is, is this yeah, fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, but, uh, but it was perfect. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and whatever your goal is, I, 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 you know, I think the, the, the common, the most common basic goal is to, to get it seen, to get it received, uh, or right. heard, you know, get an audience. So, um, these are things that like you can, uh, put in, um, as much, uh, you're going to get out whatever you put into it. Uh, and so yeah. I, I think that saying, Colin, that like the uh, amount of time that you put into pre-production and pr- production of content, you should match that uh, amount of time and put that into marketing. Because yeah. I, I I know better than anyone how much uh, I can have fun and come up with what I think are really cool ideas and, and put them out there and feel really happy with how they turned out. Um, and, and, and the few amount of people that, that end up seeing it, I get really good feedback, but I'm not really building an audience. Um, and, and, and it kills me the thought, the thought of waiting for, uh, like a month, two months, three months and biding my time leading up to a release that is painful to me to think about yeah. like because uh it means that i'm not working on the next thing yeah. um but if the result is to actually build an audience then it's worth it once you once you have a bigger audience you can you can churn stuff out sure. faster um yeah. and, and and there's more of an audience there waiting for it or interested in it but it, but if you don't have it yet it's that much more important to be like oh no matter how many ideas i have um I, I, if I want to see an audience from any one of them, it's going to be taking that appropriate amount of time to promote it. Yeah. And like, you don't have, it, it's, ta- and 
it can be overwhelming thinking about it in this, oh man, I got to do this, 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 and this, but focus on one thing at a time. My, yeah. for, if we're talking about Can't Go Home, the EP, what I decided to focus my attention on was rebranding, recurating my Instagram. And that's driven people to my other social media. It's driven them to the Spotify. It's that focus on that one piece right. of the puzzle has allowed me to go, okay, I'm motivated to continue on some of the other stuff, but at least I have one platform that is where I want it to be. And that's like, you know, starting with that, it's like, okay, if I want to focus on TikTok, I want to focus on TikTok, then that's going to be, give it your undivided attention for, you know, X amount of time. I mean, I spent a lot of time redoing my Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I was, I have all these different, I was reading tons of stuff on how to do it. And there's a lot of bad content on, on how to market. (laughs) So you kind of have to take everything with a grain of salt. Cause like what, what I, what I found works, it works, but it's labor intensive. So there like Instagram allows you to see the clock of how many times, how long you've been on it. And like, right. I think in April I was hitting the 10 hour mark consistently for Every like, <laughs> oh, God. yeah, for like a week, two weeks. I mean, yeah. So that's, that's because I had that undivided goal right. and I, I don't want to spend 10 hours on Instagram anymore. I did it. I re rebranded it, did what I wanted. It's slowly growing now. It's not about having 10,000 followers. It's about having people who want to see your content. Right. That was a big lesson. It's like, you know, you see the numbers like, oh, I want to have so many followers. But like, truthfully, if you have 2,500 people who want to watch your content, then that's really, you know, that's yeah. the goal. Yeah. And and you can have fun with it, too, if, if, if that's what's happening. Because if, if the more that what you're putting out there, if you do the work to think about and curate what your brand is and what's on your social media and and the more that that matches like what you want to be doing and the kinds of things that you want to be creating the the more that you're going to attract people who are uh going to actually be fun to interact with you know Colin right. you have uh um, messages back and forth people who are coming up and and learning guitar or want to yep. swap stories of um, yep. you know, live concerts they've been to or, or, uh, favorite albums and stuff like that. And it's like, if it wasn't stuff that you were actually interested in your, your, you know, uh, uh, yeah. taste in music, then it'd be like, yeah. ah, but if, but if uh, they want to have a real conversation about like ACDC and you're like, yeah, let's talk yeah. about it. These are, I'm going to give some real, real great nuggets. So anybody who's listening this deep into the conversation, gets some really good tips right now. <laughs> Here are some of my secrets. I've been doing so one is sharing sharing things that you think people that you're talking to like like I'll share songs I'll send a message a song to somebody and be like hey check this song out I think you'd really dig it you know or I've given feedback someone has a guitar is playing and be like that's a great lick and I've had people ask me oh well how can I get faster I'll grab my phone and I'll voice it of like oh here's something you can do here's a tip to help you become faster guitar and I'll just literally send them a voice message on Instagram or I'll take a little video of me doing the part for them and just send it off or 
I'll, I'll ask people to send me their playlists and I'll listen to their playlists and, you know, tell them the songs that I really loved on it. Like taking that time to invest back into those people right. who, who, you know, taking the time to inc- like my content. Cause this is a, it's, there's this relationship and it's like, I can't just push and not like, Oh, build that relationship. So, you know, those things. And then like getting people to land onto your page. Well, once you can get them there, how do you keep them there? How do you keep them engaged? Like I find something I do is I, any of the hashtags I use, I go hit the hashtag 30 minutes before the post, I engage with as much content as I can. I put up my post and then I go back to that hashtag in 30 minutes after. So I'm engaging with the content that's using the similar hashtag. So it, it gets people come into my page. I can't, this is, this is the little secret. You can't expect somebody to just watch the content. You kind of have to kind of stimulate it, meaning you got to do the engaging. You got to put, right. you got to be engaging with as much content as you want people to engage into yours. And yeah. that's kind yeah. of the, that's why it takes so much time because you got to have that. You can't just be pushing, pushing, pushing. You got to allow, you got to be a consumer of other people's content too. Yeah. And, you know, Man, when it, when it comes to like the fun side of it, uh, again, the more the more authentic you are to, to whatever it is that you want to do, the, the more likely it is going to be that that uh, the creating the copy and the and the content and all these different posts and engaging with people, the more likely it is it's going to be fun as long as you're really chasing what you are having fun with um, and, and you really enjoy doing uh, yeah. the, the example that from experiences is uh, serious gear. Um, one thing that we didn't expect with, um, you know, it's a, it's a parody audio gear channel. And, um, one of the things we didn't expect was how fun it would be for when people start commenting and yes, anding the, um, stupid, uh, you know, advice and tutorials and, uh, fake science that we're proposing and people start building on it. Um, and then we get to engage and riff, um, in the comments with people and like that's fun because we uh we we like doing that we're audio nerds and we're comedy people and when when people when that's what we attract in the comments and we get to riff off of them that's such a fun surprise um yeah. and, and i think if as long as you do that with your with what your brand is that um you'll be you can be surprised how like all this work in like engagement and all these all these like um buzzwords that feel so icky that it it actually is fun as long as you're uh putting out there what you want to receive back from your audience yeah and like hitting on the serious gear side of it it's building that community around the content which is also kind of fun is like you build the culture of people commenting and having fun with the content which is you know we're we can only can control it so much right we can't force anyone to comment we can't force anybody to watch it but man nothing is more fun than to see people enjoy the content and have fun and we can you know build these kind of dialogues and some of those they're really funny and some of the funniest things have not been from us they're from like the people (laughs) engaging and it's cool like you know you're like wow it's like and what keeps you motivated too is like, man, we've gotten comments like, man, this piece of content has really, you know, made my day. And 
and thank you so much. And those kind of comments are incredibly motivated because we can get into our heads of like, oh, no one cares. No one's watching. Well, the thing is, people are looking for content and they want a release from, you know, the craziness that's happening in our our world right now. And you have to remember that there are people looking for your content. It's your job to try and put it into their hands. It's not your job to judge if it's good or bad. It's your job to put it out so they can consume it. And, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get the feedback. You'll learn if it's good or bad is how I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Don't it's judge like, if it is. They'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> they'll tell you if it's good or bad. Don't, don't focus on so much of like, Hey, I, you know, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's more of like, you know, the fact that we even decided to make this kind of content yeah. We knew going into it, there are people who hate serious games. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no. Yeah. Why? Yeah, because it's, it, you know, but, like, again. Yeah, they feel trolled or spammed, yeah. you know. We, we, we've been running uh, ads, and um, it, like like Colin said, it's sometimes it feels like you're spamming people. Um, yeah. And for, for every, it's two sides of a coin, right? Like, some people are going to be like, I'm so sick of seeing these fucking ads, and then block. <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh, and, wow. then, and then it's like. Oh, I don't want that. But then yeah, some, right. somebody else says, this has been a really tough time for musicians mm-hmm. and uh, it's really gotten me through a, a, a hard time. And thanks for uh, bringing some comedy to our industry. And it's like yeah. that. How cool is that? And it's like, you got to you got to just be yeah. like, I don't know. I, <laughs> you know yeah. I want more of the people who are happy about it and less yeah. of the people who are pissed about it. But still, yeah. you're going to run across both of them. It's it's funny, man. Uh, it's like I think of it in, in terms of this. It's like if we're if I was trying to push my music to people who only listen to EDM, what a waste of my time, right? Mm-hmm. It's like audio people. They're 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 brilliant and they're very serious about what they do. And some of them are so serious that they they can't take a moment to laugh at themselves. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. It's a beautiful thing. But we're looking for the people who can, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, two things. One, let me yeah. let me just uh, interject. We should have said this at the beginning. Um, but uh, anybody who is watching, if you have questions on the, the topic of branding um, that are specific to whatever you're doing, or just curious about with uh, improv sketch, any other kind of content creation, feel free to chime in. Um, if you have questions for Colin about the stuff that he does or, or specifics on some of the stuff we've talked about, we have a little bit of more, more time here left um, yeah. to, to get those questions. Uh, in the meantime, um, one of my thoughts, we, we've talked about this on previous episodes, um, how like sketch teams or um, improv teams, especially, um, uh, at least my experience, I, I don't think this is as common in, in uh, smaller markets, but like I know like uh, New York and L.A., you, you get on a team and people are like, boom, let's do a Facebook page and start creating events for our yeah. shows and stuff. And it seems like wisdom, especially um, uh, in in the conversation that we're having currently. But uh, I think there's another extreme where it's like you are too early into what you're doing to put all this time into uh, building a brand. If you're not sure what it is yet. Yeah, so you have a page, but it's empty. Yes. You know? yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. And someone, you can, you can I, also rush the, 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 the building of like the kind of content you took, a, uh, you, you commissioned someone to do artwork for can't go home and, and, um, yeah. uh, commissioned someone to, uh, you know, uh, give, give it a, a, a good review and listen. And it's like, that 
mon- the money aside, it's 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 like you didn't just whip it together because you know you needed it and um uh put it up there. You yeah. know you can you can rush those things too and and uh, sell yourself short. So what are, what are your thoughts on that, Colin? Um, I remember our good friend Ruan talking about this. He was he was putting out a podcast and his his philosophy was don't release it till there was 10 episodes and in the sense of give people something to consume like you're going to make a facebook page and not have photos and not have uh bits ready to go i would say hold off until you have enough content for people to stay on your page for 20 minutes or or whatever whatever uh, arbitrary time you want but they need to you can't making the page and having no content for it it's a waste of your time you should just focus more on getting the content especially if it's a new group if it's a new group this would be my recommendation focus on content get the content organized campaign the release campaign it don't just go i made a facebook page go new and then and hit them like have a have a plan of the the launch because you know that's what that's gonna that's gonna give you so much more of a return and it, it and it gives you a, a clear focus of like okay we're not focused on social media right now we're focused on getting our content together and organizing it so when we do go we can launch it we can launch it with excitement you want people to be excited that you have social media now you know what i mean yeah plus there's more variety you know yeah. if you only have one sketch up and you know how long it takes to write, film, edit, produce your sketch. Having a few up there so they don't have to wait so long. You know, yes. you want to be a little more consistent. Like you said, having 10 episodes is great because, you know, a lot of the times your first attempt is not going to be a solid attempt. It's, it's right. going to be part of your learning process. So having something up there that it's a little, you know, not as as good as it could be. It's still something, like you said, like you shouldn't judge your content, but having, having that, giving someone the ability to see where you're progressing to and also just being consistent, you know, it's nice. Uh, Because again, if you, if you have those 10 episodes, you're not working on your 11th and they have to wait for a while, they're not going to come back or, you know, it's going to be hard. You're going to have to try to recapture the same audience over and over again, rather than capturing and having them, you know, yeah loyal and it's it's kind of a weird thought process too of like the content's not dead unless you call it dead in the sense of just because you put it out like this video say we do it today people might find incredible value in it in four years from now and like some of the other content you do and i think of it in terms of like the music that i've done years ago people there's people who've never heard it it's not dead none of it's dead so like you put out the 10 and then you can slowly be pushing people back to them within the next 10 weeks. So now you got them out there. Maybe they caught one episode and then you highlight and then you kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And so rem- remembering that like, you know, just cause it's released doesn't mean you can't still market it. Yeah. Jeff Horst, um, our comedian friend, does oh, a yeah. uh, really great job on his branded channel of just, he'll literally just be like, hey, I've gained a bunch of followers since the last time I posted this, so here it is again. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, for those of you who haven't seen it. So it's like, it's yeah. like you, you can also find little ways to, like, acknowledge that that's what you're doing. If, if your worry is that you look, what, is it going to make you look disorganized or, or um, 
you know, not unself-aware, like, like just, just give a, a nod to the fact that you're doing it and problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's all in how you stay motivated. And it's like this, 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 this is, this is your biggest, you know, tool. And it's also the biggest thing that holds you back is like, oh man, is it good? Is it bad? Blah, 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 blah. But then you just have to like go, let me just try something else. Let me focus. Yeah. Let me do something different. And like, I've been still pushing my EP. I have new stuff coming soon. I haven't announced it yet, but I will soon. And <laughs> yeah, what, what more, are r- r- real quick? What, what are the, um, I know you're kind of building your way up to it. So what, what are like the details that are available right now on an upcoming release? I have some new music coming out soon. That's it. Cool. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. I've been working oh, on... Um, improv got... FAQ exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I keep... Go ahead. No, that, 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 that's awesome. And I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, I no, just no, wanted to no, give no. you a chance to... But, but um, so I, I think one of the struggles is for improv especially, because like for, for sketch teams uh, or video creators... Um, like, uh, it's like, it's more like a band where, where it's like, okay, if you're a sketch team, just like a band, you can call yourself a band, but yes. you're not a band until you have some songs and you, those songs don't really matter until you rehearse them and then perform them. Um, and then, so, so that's, that's one-to-one like the same process for sketch. So there's a little bit more upfront investment in just getting the thing started. Um, whereas improv, you can just be like, we're a team. <laughs> we yeah, got a show right. tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's just as true online as, as it was, uh, in, in live shows. So like, um, I, I think for my, just, just throwing out the improv specific advice is, is that like, I would say, uh, one wait like three to six months before you've, while you're doing shows and it's i know it's not in in the control of like uh improv teams all the time when your first show is sometimes you're uh, booked for this or that or put together by a theater but like wait a few months before you start doing things take your time if you can to to get the content which which in the case of an improviser um is more about like get some like videos uh and and selfies and group photos and have fun uh doing photo shoots and um uh, writing some short form games, do something, you know, make it yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, and, and write up like, like a, a bio and figure out if you want to do like a, yeah. a fictional identity or, um, just, I, I don't know, F- get creative with the way that you're, you're, you're writing up and putting together the, um, branding content, uh, over the course of three to six months. And I think that if you're, if by that point you're still like, yes, this is a team we're going to be with for a while. And we've had a little bit of time to figure out like what kind of shows we want to do and who we are, then you're in a much better position than just doing it right out the gate. As much as it's, it's good advice to do it eventually, it doesn't need to happen right away. Or you, you might be stuck with a shitty Facebook page that you have to like (laughs) pull apart and rebrand later anyway. Yeah, and and there's a lot of noise on um, on social media too. So navigating through it without like engaging content is just it's kind of a it's kind of a waste of your effort, right? Because it's right. like if you don't have any content on it, and there's a bunch of noise already around it, who why would someone want to like it? They're gonna, like I don't know what it, they're going to say. A, I don't know what it is. 
why do I care? There's no content on it. Why would I like this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if yeah. You're, you think of it in the sense of that. And yep. I think that one quick point on what you were saying is like D.D. White, the band, you know, that in New York for me, uh, we got really good at knowing every time we had a show, like we got to make content like we're already playing live. Let's make sure we're getting video. Let's make sure we're capturing sound. Let's make sure we're getting some images. It was always in our head. Every single time we did a show, we were thinking about what kind of content can we also be creating to use at a later date? Cause that's the other thing. Once you have it, you got it. Boom. Yeah. You don't have to give it all away right now. You can kind of keep it close and sprinkle it through the next year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, I don't have a really strong answer for what the equivalent of that is uh, for, for the virtual, uh, you know, we could have a whole nother conversation about getting people to, to come see live shows if that was a, a relevant thing right now. Right. Um, right. Right. Yeah. But, uh, uh, there, there is a version of it that uh, I'm, I'm sure you can find as a group um, for doing virtual shows. There's, there's, there's teams that I, I, my advice is like get somebody to uh, you know draw or um, Photoshop a uh, a cool a poster image and do that on a regular basis. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. You guys have thoughts on like how do you make use of like Zoom recorded uh, stuff for you know improv teams or is it worth it or like just keep it fun and Ooh. forget about it or what? Yeah. <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of really funny, like I, I feel they're manufactured of like, you know, the guy walks away and he's got no pants on thing, you know, oh, like, yeah, Oh, yeah. it's a fake office meeting, <laughs> yeah. you know, like coming to coming up with leaning into the medium and creating content that way. And like, you know, we can all just be like different. You could create a photo. You can do things that is focused on content that you're not. And you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, yeah, you just have fun with it. Like, like yeah. if if you're yeah. if you're committed to figuring it out, you will. Um, and just as long as you're not rushing uh, uh, to it, take take the time that it deserves. Um, if it's something that you're really serious about. Yeah. Um, okay. Thanks so much for joining us, Colin. This has been an yes. awesome conversation. Um, was there anything else you wanted to uh, throw out there? We obviously have can't can't go home available everywhere. Something else coming soon. Uh, we talked about serious gear. Any any other plugs? Um, yeah, just my Instagram is Colin C O L L I N underscore Stanley. Feel free to check me out on there, and that can lead you to the other stuff. Also, check out Serious Gear. <laughs> um, we and we'll make sure that we link to everything. Uh, yeah, right. Yes. If you think of anything else, just let me know, and we'll we'll put yeah, it in the description. It. Yeah, just knock on the wall. He'll, he'll yeah. answer. <laughs> <laughs> James has a Halloween album coming out. Oh yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which does. we might. I I don't know. We we I might uh, see if we can talk about it once once it gets released because uh, yeah. there'll be like a week. Maybe we can do something like we did with the with uh, the bureau. But, I would uh, love to. That'd yeah. Cool. Um, okay. So thanks again, Colin. Thanks anyone yes, for buddy. tuning in. Um, and uh, Devin says, "Oh, this is a good topic, and I think he was oh, right." Oh, thanks, Devin. Um, thanks for joining, Devin. And uh, we'll hi, Devin. <laughs> we'll catch you next time on Improv FAQ at length. Bye. Bye. Bye.